page Tafyid Tess 419, we are going to finish up Perek Shleishasar, the 13th Perek of the third Shar, Mechayuviadin Lios Ish Klal. So, just to summarize uh, what we were talking about, we started off really the, the chapter before this one saying that a person can't just be a Stam Adam, a person can't just go with the flow. Uh, it's very difficult sometimes living as either part of a community, part of a religious structure, to sort of make everything black and white. How are you davening? How are you learning? You take the general, uh, the general ideas, if you're thinking about them at all. So either you're going with the flow for good or bad. There are things that you just generally, positive behaviors that you engage in, tzitzit, fill in, davening, it's part of your schedule. Why are you doing this? Because this is what I do. Or alternatively, things that you get used to uh, doing on the wrong end, whether it's, I don't, you know, talking or checking a phone in shul or whatever it is. A person's going to get asked by a Kaddish Baruch, why did you do these? And you say, everybody does it, and you go with the flow. So the first piece that we started was uh, understanding individual avoda. It's true, a lot of our avoda is framed, you know, with whatever uh, lens through which we look through and our experience set, but understanding ourselves as, as an individual. And then we, we went in and said, yes, everybody has to build themselves up as an individual. You have your individual avoda, but in terms of your contribution, you know, in, in a sense, that's, I don't say like, it's a bit self-centered way of looking at it. Uh, in other words, if you think of things as being roles on a, on a team, on a basketball team, a football team, an army, whatever it is, your role is significant because of your contribution and your place within a shlemus, within a within a, a construct. Once you understand what your role is, then it's on you to perfect that role, right? So, in other words, the general is gonna is going to try to figure out what role everybody should be playing. The the do's and don'ts and what you have to work on in an individual level to get up to speed. That's that's your problem. So we're balancing we're balancing really these two ideas, and we're gonna actually. I, I remember we we didn't see it in a couple of years, but I think he gets into it when he really starts talking about Rosh Hashanah. You know, we, we, we talked about the mushal. I like even more than a building. I like the mushal. It's Ravilopiansky's mushal of the arch. Uh, you know, the, the reason that it's a good mushal is because you can have a building that, you know, where there's problems. There's problems with the integrity of the building. There's problems in the foundation and it stands, but it can't really hold weight. You can't tell uh, how bad the problems are until later. But an arch is really a very, very good mushal because if you need 100 pieces in the arch, so at the end of the day, it's either standing with all 100 pieces, or if there's 99 pieces there, the entire thing crumbles. <clears throat> so when it comes to arch, you can imagine, let's say, an arch or a puzzle piece, but let, let, let's use the arch for a second, with no two pieces are the same. Somehow it's designed so that every single piece is utterly 100% unique, <clears throat> right? So as far as HaKadosh Baruch Hu is concerned, Hashem has a world that's working towards Gilu Yehudo, which we'll understand soon. And at the end of days in Mashiach, the structure of whatever was supposed to be accomplished in this world through the contribution of all of the pieces building up into this full Shlemus, when that's complete, then we'll get towards the objective of the world. As far as where we fit into the picture, right? As far as where we fit into the picture, we all have our own individual avoda, and our avoda comes with our reward and punishment, and this is how 
this is how we see ourselves and we have to we we, we understand this balance uh, when, it, when it comes now Rosh Hashanah is a little bit of a funny thing because some of us if we're not listening to this Yerim and thinking about this context we focus on one thing and not the other and that's that that's a little bit I think what he was touching upon. When it comes to Aseris Yimei Tshuva, we're looking at ourselves as individuals, and we tend to look at ourselves as individuals. Am I doing my best? Am I, am I the best piece of the puzzle? Am I the best piece of the arch that I need to be? Am I fulfilling my role? And no two pieces are exactly alike, and there's this notion that you can measure yourself up by the success of others, but it's not true, because no two pieces are alike. No, Nobody ever had, there's in the same time, culture, language, uh, sibling, place in a family. No two people were ever, were ever alike, even twins, right? Nature versus nurture. No no two people, every single person. And if, and if you don't fulfill your role, you, you'll, you'll have schar. Forget schar and punishment. Schar, you know, schar and einesh. Forget about whether you'll get rewarded. But in terms of being the person that you're supposed to be, that's what that, that's what we focus on. The The problem is, he says, what what's the role, Rosh Hashanah? Rosh Hashanah is not really where we focus. The focus is not on us. The focus is on malchus. The focus Focus is on understanding the significance of our contribution. It's true you have to clean up. There is there there are cracks in your you know in where you at, and you have to clean those up. But the significance is not because you don't want to get punished, and that, yeah, it's because you want to be a shalem. But that's not really what the issue is. The issue is that you are subscribing and contributing into this shlemus, and you're understanding your strengths and your weaknesses, and what you have to work on is contributing to the greater whole, and to focus on. Chuva to the exclusion of that, you know, it, it, one of the things is going to be Iker and one of the things is Tuffle. When you understand the Malchus of the world and you have a unique ability to contribute to the Malchus of Hashem, forget about why Hashem wants this, but that you have the unique ability to contribute to this project and nobody else can do what you can do. Not everybody's going to be the lead singer or the, you know, the star player. Sometimes people are going to be the person that gives the assist or they're going to be the one cleaning the kitchen, whatever it is. But only you can play that role. And in Melech Am, and the point is, is that you embrace the role that you are given as part of this overall structure. So then you have to take a step back and look inward and say, am I doing that? But to start focusing on your, and Hashem will give you all of the, the things that you need to do your role, the clothing, the money, the health, the happiness, the children, whatever it is. But when you start just asking for your individual needs and it becomes a, a self-centered uh, experience, you're missing a little bit of the point of the Rosh Hashanah experience. There's there's a series made Shuvah and Yom Kippur to, to have an inner look, and both of these things are going at the same time. It's really the theme, or one of the the, the, the major themes of, uh, and I, I think he goes into it of Das Tfunis, where the Ramchal discusses um, this like dual, um, you, you know, this this dual thing, this this uh, uh, the, the the world, you know, the the airplane that you know it's it's going towards its destination, and you know while on the you know we all have our individual perspective of you know even on the moving platform, some of us are moving forward, some of us are moving backwards. We all have to bring ourselves in line, um, you know things like that. So the first chapter 
said we really have to understand that we're all we're all individuals we have a voter we have to understand ourselves as individual pieces of that puzzle we're not just stam there's no avoda that happens stam we're going with the flow that doesn't exist and we started talking in this chapter last week about the leos ish cloud to understand ourselves as part of an overall structure and these things are not they're, they're separate focuses but they play off each other uh, like we like, like we've just been explaining the significance of your role as an individual is is really uh, your contribution to the whole but then every single person has their own avoda because every puzzle piece is is different um, so the last uh, this what we'll talk now stands on its own a little bit but really at least for this one it would be helpful to go back certainly to listen to last week um, the beginning of the 13th parak if not the uh, if not the ones before pa- page 419 paragraph paragraph gimel Rabbeinu Haigo and Rabbi Yisrael or sorry, Rabbeinu Agon, Rav Yisrael Salanter, Hishish Banu, he uh, entrenched in us ki, this notion, ki bedin, he, what is the essential idea to be zoiche and din? Liois ish sherabim lo. To be a person that's plugged in, to not be on an island, uh, you know, maybe learning, fasting Mondays and Thursdays, doing everything, you know, maybe don't get married, don't have children, just sit, learn all day, you'll get schar. But if you're talking about din, HaKadosh Baruch Hu now is looking at the world and he's deciding what to invest in for a year at a time, and you want to play a part in that, right? Because again... We're not looking right now through the lens of our reward and punishment and what we deserve. We're asking God to invest in us for another year along with all of the resources that we need in order to fulfill this tachlis. So we need to be a worthy investment. That's the focus. Talmido Maran Harav Simcha Zisel, Bir, Hadi Isa Barashana Yirchas, Amar Aleph, Acharisha Biru Masnis, and the Kobayolam over in the fun of Kibne Maron. This was uh, the Gemara that we started off with uh, these pieces on page 413. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu looks at everybody as an individual. Va'afal Pikain, Kulan Niskar, and Miskira Achas. On one hand, HaKadosh Baruch Hu looks at every pixel in the picture to make sure it's doing what it needs to be doing, but it really, it's all in one scan. It's contributing to the overall picture once all of those pixels combine, mm-hmm. right? So so what's more important? You know, any individual pixel or any individual thing, if it's burnt out, it's not doing what it's doing. But the reality is when you take a step back, you're, you're looking at whether the picture is a is a functional picture. Ki aval kol echad echad Bihidus, Etzem Adin, who had Kama Adam Shaykh Klau. The Etzem Din is how much a person is contributing to the Klau. And you can imagine that also. I mean, you know, the Havda, you know, if you're trying to figure out uh, a person's in a company. A person is in a classroom, you know, and you're deciding whether or not to keep the person, keep the kid in class, or kick them out. Well, if their role is something that's very substantial to the company, it's true. You might have to give them demerits. You won't give them as much of a bonus. Or maybe even the other way around. Maybe you will give them a bonus that they don't deserve because you want to motivate them because at least for right now, they, you know, maybe it's true. They're taking too long of a lunch break or they're being a little bit slow. But at the end of the day, they're contributing 
in a, in a particular way so that the company needs them. That gives them tachlis in a much higher, broader, much fundamental way than whatever it is that they need to clean up. That's why we've said Rosh Hashanah comes before Yom Kippur. To the extent that you're committed to the process and you say, you know what, I understand that I have a tachlis and it's true. There are certain things in my day-to-day that I need to clean up. There are certain things in the world that I've spoiled and I'll clean those up. But the first and foremost comes whether or not you're committed to the process. If your whole focus is on just like, I want to get reward and I don't want to get punishment and what do I have to do in order to not get the punishment and I want food, clothing, or whatever it is because I deserve it. Okay, so maybe you do deserve it. Hashem has no reason to hold it back from you. But if 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 whether or not you're committed to the process, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is first and foremost creating a world that's moving towards Gilo Yehudo Yisbarach, and if that's not really on your agenda, so then it's fine, you'll get schar, but Hashem is not, as far as whether Hashem is going to invest in you for another year of life, that's the, 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 that's the other part of the din. Hashem is judging you as an individual, but beskira achas, in one scan, it's in a different context. Fekach, right, you're not, you're not essential, you're not an essential worker. Fekhein Amar, our ground of Yisrael Salanter, we ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu to remember us for life, but immediately, immediately, what do we follow up with? The purpose. It's, 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 it's so that, right? In other words, I'm asking for X, Y, Z in order that. Without the in order that, then, I mean, first of all, we don't really deserve anything, right? Who gave you the house that you wanted to put the mezuzah on? Who gave you the arm that you're putting tefillin on, right? It's a, it's a medrash. But, the, but, you know, you don't deserve your life. Hashem, Hashem gave you life. At the very least, you should be committed to HaKadosh Baruch Hu 100% because you owe Him your life. So, I mean, if you think about it in those terms. So you don't deserve anything. But, but what do you do to deserve it? It's the so that. It's the Lamancha Lukim Chaim. Shein Adam Levakesh Ella Lamancha. For the Imlai Kain Yochalios Shaal Tsimis, Lifton, Echad Eichel Shaikhaboyla Mazelo, Yespikulo Kolmaisov. It's a famous, I think it's a famous mushal that the Rosh Hashanah says. It could be that all of the reward that you were going to deserve came from one uh, sweet dessert. It's in, you know, sweet carrots, but not. In other words, well, what did you do that was so great that you deserved it? You did Shmir Senayim? Hashem gave you eyes. So if you weren't, if, if a person wasn't doing Shmir Sinayim, so then Hashem would shut the power, right? I mean, what do you do when your computer is not functioning the way it should or your air conditioner is not working? You shut it off. I mean, what did you do that deserves anything? Okay, so you deserve a little reward. So Hashem owes you something? Okay, so you had a nice ice cream and whatever it is that you deserve, so you got back. You're asking for all these types of things. You know what you have to do in order to deserve all the things you want? You live, once you live for Tachlis, so now it's a different purpose. What does Rav Yerucham say? The mashal I have written down on the, here on the side, it could be that he, I don't know, one of them uses it, the Bali Musar, that a train conductor does not have to pay for the trip. Once, once you're part of the process, so now you don't have to pay for it. It's not a matter of whether you got your reward. <clears throat> when you're part of the army, you don't have to pay for the clothing. It's army issued. Once you're part of the process, you're driving the company car. So you don't have to pay for the transportation. You're the one whose job it was to drive the, the, the train. The benefits came along with the fact that you were serving a purpose. Makar Dvarmu B'Medrash Amuva Barachayim Reish Halachas Roshana Rabbi Chanina Rabbi Shua Aimrim Eizu Uma Kuma Zu Shiedas Eifav 
shall ifya shall elikah. Which nation is it that understands the nature, the personality, so to speak, kiviyachal of Hakadosh Baruch Hu? Adam sheyesh leiden, or it's it's judge. If it's judge, is better probably. Adam sheyesh leiden, a person that has a regular court case. Leivish chayrim esatif chayrim megadel zikno veino chayseks tiparnal fishenu a day ech yotzedino. He's a boat full of anxiety. Ah, hold on one second. Yeah. Hold on one second. Let me just because the call. Where are you going? So the difference is, is that somebody who is going to din to a court case, they they're 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 full of anxiety. They don't know which way the din is going to go, and they're very down, depressed about it. Aval Yisrael Enokain. When it comes to Klal Yisrael, Levishin Levanim, they're dressed in white. Misadfin Levanim, Megalchin Zekanam, Mechadchin Tzipernaim. They're they're taking a shave. They're clipping their nails. It's a yantif. Aichlin Vesmechin Rosh Hashanah Lefishi Yoidim Shakarish Baruchu Yasem Lemnes. It's bringing a tour. The life is at stake, and you see the way that people who are on trial for their life generally speak, and they're serious and subdued and very down. And Rosh Hashanah for us is a yantif. So, how, like, like, where did where's that difference? Heim heim advarim. This is the issue. Haklal Yisrael batuach she'akadosh baruch hu yaseloi neis. Klal Yisrael knows that a kadosh baruch hu will do a neis. Kihu batuach benitzchiyuso, because hakadosh baruch hu is assured of his success. I think it says umayase yachidim oimeis chatov. So what's he going to do with the load of his sins? Yishtadel yos yishklal shia adam sherabim tzrichem lo. So again. There's two things going on. There's the individual accounting of your mitzvahs and averis. And that you're going to have to do tshuva, that you're going to have to account for, you're going to have to deal with. But what justifies your existence? If you ultimately view yourself as part of a process, right? There's a company and you're fulfilling an intrinsic role. Right there's a there, there's a school and and they need to fulfill the role. Could you be better? Could you be worse? Could you you know they don't like the fact that uh, you know they they would rather you wore a different color shirt or whatever it is you know the the uniform you're not tucked in I don't know whatever you do, yeah you're gonna have to deal with that. But what justifies your existence and what justifies the resources that are going to be invested in you is the pivotal role that you play in helping the machine run. So once you say Hakadosh Baruch Hu has a tachlis for the world. There's a community. There's a klal yisrael. I am uniquely suited, or I'm a unique mix of, of of specialties that I can do things. Maybe in a particular shul, right? There's a, there's there's a gabai. There's somebody who uh, davens for the amud. There's the there's the rav. There's the person that takes care of the kiddush. Whatever it is, right? You're fulfilling a role where you're needed. So once that becomes the focus, that means that if you say, if you recommit to being part of that process, so that's your argument to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. I am worth investing resources into because I acknowledge that there's a tachlis of the world. I acknowledge that the world is uh, is Hakadosh Baruch Hu's kevayachol, Hakadosh Baruch Hu's project, and I'm going to live a life towards participating in that project, understanding that I am part of a process, Hashem, Hashem's process, part of Klal Yisrael maybe part of a family, part of a community, and I'm committed to that. And now, yes, 
you have the other eight days of the Aseris Mechuva to work on where you've fallen short. That, now because HaKadosh Baruch Hu has this project, and it will succeed, right? I think we mentioned probably in one of the Shiram, but it's something that I've certainly mentioned before. Mardachai tells Esther, I don't have it in front of me, Klal Yisrael is going, this project will succeed. There's a 100% chance of that happening. You are in a uniquely suited role, right, that where that a Jewish girl from girls should all of a sudden become the queen. So the way he frames her, who's to say that it's not because of this that this happened? But regardless, in other words, you have the choice to either participate in that plan or not. If you participate in that plan, then it it will be successful, and you know, then then you will you will be a part of that plan. You'll be successful too. I saw, I think, Rav Noach Weinberg uh, There was one of the. It might have been, I don't know if it was before he was Nifter or it was one of the videos that they put out like right after he was Nifter and he was making a point, you know, people see the successes and they get jealous. I think Aisha Toro was his fifth yeshiva, his fifth project that he started and somebody had asked him or the way that I remember like the interview, you know, how he didn't like, you know, get depressed or t- and he said, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's child was drowning. I made it my business to throw out life preservers. Was I going to not succeed? Maybe I wasn't doing it the right way. Hashem had to guide me to doing it a different way. There was no question that I was going to be successful. Hashem was not going to let his children drown. It was a question of who, what, how, when, whatever it was. So therefore, once you're committed to the process, and it do, it's not self-centered, it's not about you, even even involving Frumkite, right? Even involving religious affairs, Harva Onish, wanting to do the right thing. Once you're committed to saying, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to be successful, and I am committed towards that success so now that is a reason why Hashem is going to invest in you if you have shortcomings that prevent you from doing that then Hashem will also help you there's a tshuva process it's a miraculous etc etc but that that, that that is not the focus of what we are going on and what we are preparing for at the outset of Rosh Hashanah of Aserah tshuva Rabim Srichum Loizet Misha Enoi Egoist. That means that it is that that's a perspective thing, right? We are not egotistical and we are not self-centered. It's not selfish, really, it's self-centered. Enoi Chai as Chai of Rakla Atzmo. A person's life, it's just not about you. Right? I mean, it's like you can imagine if you have a, uh, you know, you have a, a, a Rebbe or whatever it is. You know, this way I, 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 don't, I wouldn't be able to do that. You know, if, if I'm having a bad day at work, you know, sometimes I go, sometimes I'm more productive, sometimes I'm less productive. You know, you're on the phone more or less. I don't think, I, I mean, it must be very hard to go and put on a game face every day. Imagine like, you know, somebody's going and the, kid, the person's not teaching the material. So they go over and they ask him and they say, he said, well, I'm having a bad day. Well, that's okay. I have no tainas on you, but it's not about you. If you're not prepared to teach, then call in and we'll get a substitute for the day. It's fine. We have no tainas. Forget about reward and punishment. Whether or not we're going to continue to invest in you in this role is a question is solely about whether or not you could fulfill the role. Whatever your problems are, this, this conversation just has nothing to do with you. If you need a therapy session, we'll talk about it later. Right? So, midais of chesed, savlonos, avasabrios, 
All of these midos about chesed and tolerance and loving, uh, loving Hakadosh Baruch Hu's brios and yira, these are these are a tremendous amount of effort. Rabim tzrichim who lav dafka aska. Yeah, okay. So he says all of these types of things uh, require a tremendous amount of effort, I guess, in in order to uh, in order to invest. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what he's saying, but he says rabim tzrichim who lav so this idea, it's true, a person has to work on all of their midos in order to contribute, but he says, I let's just take a step back over here. We're really talking about perspective, perspective at how you're going to work on yourself, understand your midos, the lens through which you're going to view all these things. This does not necessarily mean that you have to take off of learning in order to join a, a community organization. That is not what we're saying. There are going to be people whose strengths are in community organizations and Askanas work and they're going to be people whose strengths are to sit and learn or to you know to do other things that are more you know there are some people that are naturally more introverted to view yourself first of all to be nice of the context and to bear the burdens of others to feel that to feel that weight but to feel that you're part of a process you're part of the uh, of the community might be a role that tends to be more introverted somebody also has to sit and learn Right? It doesn't mean that you have to come come out of your shell and, and, and just be always always at the expense of others. Right? <clears throat> However, what it does mean is again, it's a perspective. This is the definition of of, of Yudamiti as somebody who's part of the process. Right? Klal <clears throat> Yisrael is one. Organism. Sometimes the Hasidic farm, you know, talk about when we talk about the, you know, the role of the of the Rebbe versus, you know, other people. It's almost like you know, if you're familiar with fractals, you know, the 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 muscle comes up in other contexts also. You have a head and a right arm and a left arm and and legs and whatever it is. Klal Yisrael. We always talk about you know, there's a Shir Koma, there's a Dumas Adam, the Mishkan was a Dumas Adam. There's you know, the world is Ramach Evarim, Shasagidim, and there's you know, positive mitzvahs and negative mitzvahs, this structure represents itself in a micro way and in a macro way. So even in as much as you have to worry about yourself, but the, the definition of a true Yehudi is somebody who's part of the process of the Jewish nation. And that means that you are somebody who others rely on. You're plugged into the process. You're not on your own. Misha Ashgacha El Yonah a person through hashkacha pratis who does end up being somebody, he has this chus to be somebody who is plugged in in a community way. The people who are doctors or on Hatzalah, or on Hever Kadisha, or running Tzedakah drives, that's a tremendous chus, and in a very clear way, they are able to be part of this process, right? The person who's the Hatzalah dispatcher, at least as far as this idea is concerned, assuming that he's the right person for the job, and he's not just, you know, hogging it, but like, that person in a very real way is able to coordinate to this process, and is able to see it more clearly, because Veinu Mancha, 
Alukim Chaim V'Kanal. Because that really, as much as, you know, it's one of the four things in Shema Nesrei that you don't have to repeat, that line literally encompasses all of our Avoda during this Aseret Simei Tshuva and on Rosh Hashanah specifically, that, again, we're not focused on the Tshuva. Ad Kama that we're asking, Kasveinu B'Sefer Achayim, the entire focus is on the word Lemancha. We're asking that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should invest in us for Chaim, for life, but also life of resources and a life of opportunity because the 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 whole thing comes down to the so that. So that it's Lamancha, not because we deserve it, but because Lamancha. The entire the entire idea, the entire focus, and our avoda that we're trying to have a towards is if we can refocus our life on the fact that it's lamancha, that it's towards that that that, that it's a life of tachlis towards being part of Hakadosh Baruch Hu's world. That's where we are zocha to have HaKadosh Baruch Hu invest in us as part of that process. And then, yes, then we go forward and say, well, we haven't been doing a good job until now, and a part of our midos are preventing us from doing that, so we make a kind of like an in-depth cheshben and nefesh and see where we have to clean that up. But it has to start with Lamancha, and if not for Lamancha, so then HaKadosh Baruch Hu Be'etzem owes us nothing. HaKadosh Baruch Hu owes us nothing because since we didn't do anything to deserve to be alive, so that means that once HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us life, then our debt of gratitude and our corresponding obligation is to use the life that he gave us to be an Ever Hashem and not a comment that we, none of us are perfect and at a comment that we've done, you know, some percentage of how we, uh, of how we operate is, is towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So what do you want? A medal? I mean, it's nice. Uh, Hashem should say thank you. You'll get reward because HaKadosh Baruch Hu set up that system. But the, the entirety of that reward in our, the muscle that we use could be, you know, a, a bowl of ice cream. It doesn't have to be you know, everlasting reward and certainly not an investment of another year of life so, so that you can, yeah, so that you can just, uh, so that you can just enjoy it. There's a, um, there's a, I should have brought it. There's a, there's a book that's popular, not a Jewish book called Principles by Ray Diallo. I think it's like a bestseller. It's very, very interesting, but I, I opened it randomly before I remember reading it. And one of the things that he says is, you know, I came to the page, the page that I happened to open to. He said, you know, I put a line on a piece of paper. On one end of the line was, you know, appreciate my own life. And the other one was, you know, develop a life of meaning. And, you know, decide where in that spectrum you fall. There's no right or wrong answer. Uh, and he said, as I looked at it, I realized that they actually started to merge. The more that I lived a life of meaning, the more that I realized that I was investing in myself. And I felt that, that, my, my, that my, I was investing in my own life. And I was the more substantial it was. Okay, Dalid. Uh, Dalid, page Tavchav, page 420. Rav Sheshes Kaltlosin Yomin Mahadrele Tamudar, Rav Sheshes Pudachazar is learning every 30 days, Vitali Vikoi Beiver Dadashi would lean against the doorpost. Vomra Chadoi Navshi Chadi Navshi, rejoice my soul. Lacha Karai Lachai Tanai, for you I am learning. Torah Sabbath, Torah Sabbath. Torah is keeping the world going. So which one is it? We quote, Rav Sheshis every 30 days would reinforce and say, I'm learning for myself. He's talking to himself. I'm learning for you. 
Well, if learning is keeping the world's existence going, isn't a little bit like almost like self-centered, like underselling your accomplishing? You know, somebody goes and they do something for themselves, and it happens to be that they do it for themselves. But what what they're accomplishing is that it literally gives juice. Otherwise, the entire world would fall apart, and they're happy that they did something for themselves. It seems a little strange. It's wonderful that you also developed because of it. But what's going on? May ikara. The when a person initially starts engaging in avoda, really the ikr of what he's doing is actually for himself. A person's primary intent starts small. It starts in a, in the, the, the very small circle within his own daladamas. A person doesn't start off, you know, we talked about this in a little bit of the Musr, you know, if a person in a totally different context, we were talking actually about like almost like uh, Slobodka and the Vardik, if a person doesn't have a very strong a very strong sense of self, then if they start focusing on outward uh, on things that are outward, then they they they, they sort of don't have you, you can it's it's like the I can only love you if I love myself. I can only respect you if I have a sense of self-respect. If a person has no sense of self-respect, then why would they not lie to you? They don't have the, the, the most fundamental the most fundamental way that a person relates to anything is his own sense of life, his own sense of self-identity. That's really where his value system starts. If he doesn't have that, then he can't project it outwards either. So he says that really the avoda starts with with the self. So how does this work? A person has a Yetzir Tov, which is essentially his Seichel, we'll say, and that allows him to develop. And his Yetzir Hara is more outward-facing. A person is not building himself up. Obviously, it's more than this, but we're going to unfold this statement, this Maimar Chazal, and try to understand what it says. Uh, there's one part of a person that is used to towards self-development, and there's another part of a person, there's Koichas there, but those Koichas are not really towards an, a self-centered development. What does it mean? which we're going to define as the rational, the intellectual part of a person, not the part that's uh, steering him in the wrong direction. In other words, we're talking about we're talking about from people that are learning the safer. We're talking about people, you know, if anything, we get stuck in the mud because of our desires. Our intellect wants to go in the right direction. So a person's yetzer tov is essentially lined up with his seichel, as far as we're concerned here. And that is in order so that a person should be able to develop as a as a ben taira and samachacham who hamadrachaisai that's what guides him hamiyayitz lebuchal and yanam and gives him counsel who are clearly mataira so way that he's going to learn taira and to relate to a kaddish baruch hu she bainas haadam imasad viatipuchus that it uh, builds a person up from his foundations until the rafters I must have looked that up last time I have it written but uh, okay. Rafters. It allows him to build himself up. And therefore, he is learning 
starting off, the first step is that I'm building myself up as a balavoda. That's step one. Until I'm a balavoda, until I understand my own kaychis, actually, if you remember, which you might not remember, the first, if I could find it very quickly, in the very first chapter, we had said um, that a person totally undersells himself because he he has a very narrow view about the kaychas adam until until a person until a person recognizes what what you know the, the true unbelievable kayach of what an adam is a person uh, okay I'm not going to be able to find it right now it was like on page Chaf Gimel or so but but he says uh, maybe he says until a person literally understands what an Adam is and what his Kaychas are he doesn't have a hope engaging in Avoda because like what's the difference meaning if you realize that depending which wire you hit you could literally save somebody's life or blow the building up you understand what your Kaychas are you're going to take Avoda a lot more seriously if you think that you're playing with uh, crayons and it doesn't really make a difference which crayon you pick up then your avoda is going to be less serious. The very first thing, Adam is at the focus of avoda. That's what we started off, Ma'rechas Adam, before everything else. Right? These Ashiram go very closely, even with the beginning of the Sefer. So, so he says over here uh, that, that a person first builds himself up and he develops. There's another part of us that is not, the, the function of it is not to build ourselves up. If anything, it seems to get in the way of our, of our building ourselves up. It's a part of us that in a narrow sense, you know, that we're, we're addressing one, one element of what we'll fleshing out one message of what this piece of Chazal is coming to tell us. A person, I mean, how many people would really get, you know, you know get, get together with a wife if there was no, I guess, Yitzhahar involved? You know, I'm going to take somebody on and, you know, certainly, you know, okay, people, both people work. I'm going to support somebody. I'm going to be there financially, emotionally. I'm going to support somebody. Kids, for sure, eat your kishkas out and are tremendous. Like, if there was no, like, why, why, why people want to start like dating at 22, I guess. I mean, obviously, the fact that there's uh, a draw, not just in terms of like a physical attraction, but the fact that there's a draw towards this, obviously, facil- it's not just a cold calculation. Maybe a person would say, let me sit and learn till I'm 40, and then I'll get married, and I'll do so. I'll take one for the team later on, right? The Yetzirah definitely is created so that a person will, in, in a certain sense, will in, w- want to engage in this aspect of his life. It's definitely part of his process. It's not just the idea of taiva, but anything that's not towards an objective, a seemingly objective, positive midah. These things, cruelty, gaiva, these things are not that things that per se build ourselves up. What they are 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 elements of our personality and our character that allow us to engage in a positive way, not with not within ourself, but with the others around us. For instance, he says, What does it mean? Honor, jealousy, There's going to be a time when a person, you know, I've said before, you know, it's like, I don't know, kids, you know, they grew up, you know, somebody makes fun of their, like, mother, and then they get all, like, angry, right? Uh, a person is in, a, is in a, a shiva house, you know, if their father is sitting shiva, and somebody starts joking around, they would get angry. Well, what about on Tisha B'Av? If 
somebody's joking around in shul? Do you get angry? There's going to be times when somebody says something. Sometimes you have to live and let live. Sometimes somebody's going to say something that's like borderline, like kfira, or you know, they're they're disparaging, uh, they're disparaging rabbanim or chazal. You have to stand up. But in order to do that, you have to take it personally. Otherwise, you know, you excuse me, I really don't think that you should be doing. There's times that you have to stand up. Mila Hashem Eli, right? Gaiva lizgos lefnei kaifrim vemunaso. There's times that you have to be proud. Right? We talk about like uh, you know the, the 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 people, the Chabad people putting on tefillin in the airport. Somebody has to be proud in order to be able to step forward. Some people don't have what what it, what it's in them. Achzarius laas achzar rishayim v'loy levatulem kifigidrei alacha bezed. There are times that a person has to not have a bleeding heart about it. Yes, we want to be you know rachmani rachmanu bnei rachmanu. There are times that a person has to step forward and do what has to be done for the greater good. Chemdas mamon leparnei sabayis. If, if if everybody was just like, you know, blah, you know, it's like, uh, you know, you know what, what do I need? You know, I don't need anything. I could live simply. Well, that's wonderful for you. Now you have a house to support. What do they need? Let, they'll get by, whatever it is. A person needs to have a drive towards amassing money so that, I mean, ultimately, if nobody needed anything, felt they wanted anything, sometimes that might be a miler for you. But when you're responsible for others, you, you have to go to work. You're gonna, you have to want a paycheck. You have to develop a business. I mean, it's almost a strange thing if you think about how many, how much of people's, uh, you know, their 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 good years are spent uh, towards developing business. Sometimes, sometimes they might not be 100% successful, but sometimes they're much more successful than they need to be even to live the life that they want to live. It's, it has to be a controlled thing, right? Leo's Taira in order to support Taira. That also. Right, that goes towards honor. Also, if there were no names on buildings, then there would be even less yeshivas. Kas laharis kas upon him If there was no element of kas, then a person wouldn't be able to show anger when he needs to show a strong reaction to something. Another thing that I've that, that I uh, that, that I think I heard uh, maybe Victor Miller mentioned. I don't remember. Right, kas has a unique ability to uh, to tap a store of adrenaline. So sometimes when you have to take a stand on something, if there wouldn't be anything that violated your principles where you didn't have any sense of anger, you wouldn't be able to draw on that adrenaline where you needed it to 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 go forward in a place where you might not otherwise go forward. But these kaychas are not meant to be self-serving. If a person uses gaiva kas for themselves, then it becomes a destructive force. And this is this is I mean an unbelievable, an unbelievable like yisoidistic concept, right? Well, you know, usually when we talk about midos, so we say, well, where are my midos for the good, and where are my midos for the bad, and how can I work on it? How can I utilize it properly? He's making, he's drawing a line down the paper and saying that there's two elements to how you engage. One of them is you self-development. And one of them is how you engage in the world around you and fulfill a tachlis. And you have to know, a person has to know which tools are for what. Otherwise, you know, that, that, that's a big reason why people don't understand. If you have the wrong tools, for, you know, the right tools for the wrong job, and you say, these are extra pieces, it makes no sense why I have these. Well, that's because that's not for this part of the process. He says there are certain parts of your character that are made to self-development. There are certain parts of your character that are made to when you have now developed as a self and now you have to engage with those around you. And that's what these element, these character are for, the gaiva, the kas, the covered, whatever it is. If you take those, those tools and you apply them in the context of self, then it's going to be very destructive because you're, you're applying the wrong thing. It's a totally different way when you go back and look at Cheshben and Efesh and understand you know, which, which tools 
you're applying what? What do you have to develop? It's a totally different way of looking at it. The desire for life itself. We give everything for the life itself. And a Madrega understands that what are you alive for? So you're alive so that you can so that you can have good things. I mean, you're alive so that you can have a nice house and play tennis or do whatever you do. Like what what is your so that you can you're you're alive? So I mean, and and certainly by default, a lot of this. I mean, if you think if whether you're in Chinuch, you have a family, if you think about percentage-wise or the amount of emotional energy that you invest, like 99% of it is for others. I mean, how much money would you need to earn if it was just you, right? I mean, how much would you need driving around and getting a car? I mean, you can get a little uh, smart car. What do you need like a minivan for to drive around other people? 90, our whole lives, very little of it is vested in ourselves, right? If anything... Right, the Gemara in Ksubis, I think, says, or the Mishnah in Ksubis says that, that there are certain contexts, even if a person has money, that they should engage in certain types of work because otherwise, or it's I forget the other, the Fuznus, basically. But, but uh, in other words, it becomes destructive. A, a person is not there to just, to just turn inwards. A person is there to engage. Without that, that's not what life is for. And this is it to maximize Kvayda that's the key word. First, we have to develop as a self. Uh, you can't engage outside of you if there's something wrong. Right? In other words, before you before you start engaging in you know whether it's kiv or whatever, you, you have to you have to be secure in your in your in your own self in your own beliefs. The more that you build yourself up and you realize your potential, you realize that it's not only for you. I mean, this is a lot of, you know, we talk about Avraham Avinu. At some point, you realize HaKadosh Baruch Hu made a perfect world. Uh, the more that you recognize the Kaychas of an Adam, you realize that it's not just, it's not just that you can, I, I saw a little clip, it was one of these statuses, and I think Nachi, uh, what's his name, Meaningful Minute, Meaningful minute. person, so he, I literally saw like a little snippet. I didn't even see the whole thing. But he made a point. He said, you know, there's a tremendous amount of, uh, you know, as he said, I'm not judging anybody. I'm not telling you what to do. But he says, you know, think about the amount of Jews that work, that are, that are doctors, lawyers, work on Wall Street, work for hedge funds, just like real tremendous power brains and power jobs. He said, could you imagine if people would apply, oh, you know why he was interviewing, I think it was a snippet, he was interviewing the guy who came up for what with one of these like tzedakah funds where it's like, you know, double your money and triple your money, just like, you know, that sort of took over the world. Yes, yeah, something like that. And, you know, that like took over and, it, you know, raises billions of dollars like across all of the campaigns. And he was just making a point. Could you imagine if a person recognized the kochas that they have and it's not just to invest in a hedge fund and, you know, like figure out the price of rice in China and like, you know, how things are going to go and be a weatherman or oh, who knows what people do, right? Could you imagine if everybody would would rec- would use the extent of, you know, their faculties or capabilities towards, towards Claudius we have the resources within us to be tremendous. All right? So he says, 
<coughs> that the more that a person builds themselves up and they realize the kaiyachas, the more that they recognize that their life, that their psychological forces, their kaiyachas are not only for them. And actually, they become very unhappy at the thought of a life. People, you know, they retire and they go nuts. They go back to work. You know, if they just turn inwards and they develop a life of just in pleasure, they, they, uh, they're disgusted by that. In order to just get covered from other people. At some point, it's just enough already, right? Most people don't necessarily reach that point, um, you know, so they're just going for money. But at a certain point, people do, uh, you know, they, they have totally disposable income and they're not necessarily happy. For what we're talking about, it makes zero difference whether you view your role as somebody who spreads Taira or whether you're a Balabas. That is totally irrelevant. Yisachar is just as much as one of the Shvatim as Zvulin is. They're, they're, they're both, right? They're, they're, all, they're all an intrinsic part and they all have their own mission. They are both part of the Klal and they are both supporting Taira. Habalbas that's a that's a very important avoda. He supports his family. He's supporting Hashem's children, right? Sometimes you have one working guy who has five sons-in-law and son or sons in Kailo, right? So where did that come from? Maybe he's supporting a yeshiva, like what he, and that's his role, and he's fulfilling his role. And if he wouldn't have done it, right? It's like, uh, you know, where's my shoes, right? It's, it's like the hurnamashal, right? Sometimes a person is not going to write his farm, and Hashem is going to say, "Where's my farm?" By the nativs, uh, you know, the introduction, you know. But sometimes a person's job in life is to make shoes, and then he's going to sit and he say, "Well, hey, wait a second, where's my shoes?" Right? So he says, "A person, a person." His job in life was to, you know, he has sons and sons-in-law that are that are the most popular bayim in yeshiva, and he supported building up, uh, you know, yeshiva that was sorely needed, or you know, maybe a girls' school, you know, where, where people don't seem to invest, and, and, and it's and it's sorely needed. Well, where would all of that have been if he wouldn't have used the kaiches that, that that he had to use towards that? Maybe relationships, fundraising, whatever it is. and that that's just as important. A person who spreads Taira, his ambition shouldn't be for the, the covet of a position. It should be to bring others close to Torah. This is a penetrating that we focus on going into Yaimadin. What is the purpose of your life? Forget about that you want life, right? What is the purpose of your, of your money? Forget about that, the fact that you want money. And yes, sometimes you want to know something. If, if you're a very good driver and your job is going to be to drive a uh, comfortable car, then, then you'll get the benefit of sitting in a comfortable car. It doesn't mean that you're not, going to, you're not allowed to enjoy any part of life or you're not going to get the benefit of that. that you know, that's not what it means. But it's lamancha. You have to figure out what, what is your purpose in life. You have certain, you, you, you have certain, you know, personal has enough money that they could sit and relax. They're very smart. So what are they going to do? Are they going to spend all of their time, you know, playing fantasy baseball or football? Like, is there nothing else that if you have a particular kayak, is there nothing else that you can use those kayaks for? Yared la Aimek Ritzayan. I mean, how many, how many, you know, yeshivas or tzedakah organizations are there that would 
die to have you know like uh you know a cfo of an organization contribute their you know their skills towards telling them how to budget and cut costs instead of like you know having who knows who a person has to understand what are his ambitions what is he aspiring to at the end of the day long term day to day sometimes becomes hard to see you know, somebody, I was just sitting outside before, and somebody said, every every year we go through this process of Elul, and we never get anywhere. You know, I'm not I'm not really that much different than I was last year. So, I was sitting with my wife, and uh, so I asked him, well, let me ask you something. Are you a more spiritual person than you were 15 years ago? You know, they said, like, you know, now part of that is because of the maturity of life and, you know, where they're holding now. They have a grandkid and stuff. But that means, so it wasn't that you changed, like, where did you change between year seven and eight? You know, if you think that you're far ahead in terms of your perspective now from 15 years ago, then that means that you've had, you know, positive incremental types of growth, even if you don't realize it between now and six months ago or a year ago. So, so you know, day to day, sometimes we lose sight of where we're going. But in general, it, so uh, along the way, a lot of our our day-to-day, we feel like we don't get anywhere and we're just invested in ourselves. But, you know, that might be, but a person does have to take a step back and say, you know, forget about the day-to-day. We'll work that into the equation afterwards. What are my long-term ambitions? Where am I going? Where am I headed? Where have I not been headed? You know, looking backwards, you know, where am I not headed? Not just the everyday little, you know, mitzvahs and averis and asham news, you know, which are important also, but in a general scheme of things, you know, kind of what's the road that, I, that, that I'm traveling on going forward and how did I get here from there? Um, you know, and if a person does that, kasavnu so then we can ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu to write us into the book of life really because the whole thing factors down because once we can focus on the mancha so then we say okay